This is episode five of season two of Paper Cut for February 23rd, 2022. Welcome to episode 15 of Paper Cut, the Nyack Libraries podcast. I'm Tracy Dunstan. I'm Rosemary Farrell. I'm Georgia Grandstaff. And we have our guest, Morgan Strand. <laughs> hey, Morgan. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> This is your second time. It's her third I'm time. I'm now. Let's hope third, I'm Oh, your third time. Wow. This that's is my right. third time. Let's hope I got it down this time. <laughs> what were the other two that you were on? Um, oh, we did our young adult one, and then when we did Red uh, Black Flamingo. Yes. 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 And those are two of my favorites. So cool. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this episode is all about retellings. Uh, like taking a classic story and modernizing it or taking maybe a, si- uh, a secondary character, a minor character out of one novel or film or poem and creating a whole new story for them where they're the main character, that kind of stuff. So we have books. I have some books and, and some films that I wanted to talk about. But I think Tracy's going to go first. Anyone can go first. I can go first. (laughs) (laughs) I was just looking at the paper like, oh, there's Tracy. So (laughs) I just realized we were talking, I was talking to Rosemary earlier about retellings. And I realized I'm reading one right now, which is called um, Wife Ever After, which is a modern retelling of Henry VIII and his wives. I like that one. (laughs) So it's good. I'm only like in the beginning so far, but so far it's not so bad. So what's the modern version of beheading? (laughs) <laughs> good question i don't know yet i don't remember <laughs> i just remember i like the story it's a good question so it doesn't get weird because i know like there's a couple little women uh retellings that are in the present and they're always awful so it, it's still good even though it's in the present it wasn't like wonderful but it wasn't like terrible it wasn't like trashy like some of the retellings are just like okay why but it was like it was like okay i could take this you know <laughs> yeah you know, there's also a, I'm sorry to interrupt, there's a Broadway show. I don't know if it's still playing, but it's called Six. Six. It, it, Everyone's talking about it's that. It's amazing. That great. Everybody's yeah. talking about that show. I'm like, okay. I, need to I saw it in Boston. It, it is fantastic. It's one of my favorites. Oh. And that's about his wives, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a cool, I mean, part of it is like not feminist because they're still talking about them in the lens of him, but it's like a feministic right. take on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend it mm-hmm. if you read the soundtrack. But my first book is Cinder by Marissa Meyer. I read it a while ago. It's a, a retelling of Cinderella. And I know that I think it's a series, but I didn't get a chance to read the rest of it. But I thought it was pretty cool. It's kind of I think it's like it's set in the future and the cyborgs and which is not usually like what I like. But I thought it was cool. I thought it was a, a very creative way of doing it. I liked that one, too. I read it. Tracy, I agree with you. I thought it was good. And yeah, I think each. So she does the first one is Cinder, and then she what has one about Red Riding Hood. Red Riding Hood. Is that she the same you. series with um? Is that the same series with Poor Unfortunate Souls? Mm-mm. Where they redo? Uh, okay, okay, because that's a good book too. It's not really a retelling. It's kind of like the story of how Ursula becomes who she is in Little Mermaid. So that was a good one too. Yeah, I couldn't finish that series. I, I liked the book and I, I started, maybe I finished the second one. I don't know, but they're really long. 
so it's just there reaches a point where it's like okay you know right same <laughs> like although those really long young adult series I never there's a couple I, there's very few that I actually finish the whole series because for some reason I kind of lose interest it has to be really good for me to get for me to read the second one and then um I mentioned this before but there's so many beginnings by Bethany C. Morrow is a a retelling of Little Women but it makes the characters African-American it's I don't know if it's even a retelling because it's more of like very loosely based on the series because it's completely different. Like they're in the South. There's um, like Beth isn't sickly. She has sick. She's sickly, but she has a different illness. It's like she doesn't. I don't give it away, but um, it it's very cool how it takes that same story and makes it work for someone after Black family after the Civil War. It's not amazing, but I like how she even copied the writing style of the 1800s, which was kind of cool. But it's definitely worth a read. I just, I would probably give it maybe three stars out of five. It's not bad. Would you consider it a young adult book? Mm, no, I think it's probably maybe like a quick read adult book, I think I would say. And then for movies, Ever After is a retelling of Cinderella, which I love that one. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. um, the Lion King, of course, which I think is what a retelling of Macbeth. Hamlet? I heard it was a Rosemary, I think. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, it's certainly tragic, so it's definitely based on yeah. one of the tragedies. <laughs> take your pick, I'm sure. Yeah. It's based on, it's it's sort of a takeoff of Hamlet. Hamlet, okay. I was looking at my phone. I had to look it up to make sure. Thank you. <laughs> and then 10 Things I Hate About You, which is That's a great movie. Yeah, I love that movie. T- Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention that one, too. That movie is so good. And I mean, I think that they some of the characters have the actual names from Taming of the Shrew, right? Like They sort mm-hmm. of do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Heath Ledger singing that song. Julia yeah. Stiles doing that table dance at the party that I'm sure we all were doing in our bedrooms or anyone <laughs> my age. I don't know. Uh, I love that movie. It's a good one. And then my last one is Going Bovine. I know that... Um... Didn't Jonas do this for his book club the other day? I saw it on the list and I was curious yeah. if the students liked it, but I love that book. It's a retelling of Don Quixote and it's just this twisted, messed, like funny um, ride into madness. It's really good. I love that book a lot. But it's one of my favorites. So good. Me too. I think it's Libba Bray's last good book. Her other ones aren't that great. Yeah, I might agree with you. Although I don't remember what, what books came after that. But yeah, that was such a good story. There's like the, the gnome and the... The, the girl who's supposed to be the the, the angel name Dulce or she uh yeah oh I loved that and he he instead of going insane he has mad cow disease right so he's sort mm-hmm. of on this weird journey and then at the end I think you sort of don't know if he was dreaming it or not or yeah it's like kind of like it could either be him dying or just him messed up or it's real you're like you're not sure which is kind of cool not that he's dying but the, just the story is cool I didn't know one could recover from mad cow disease. I thought that your brain melts. (laughs) That's what I thought too. Sorry to be so morbid. You've been very morbid today. Like, I don't (laughs) Beheadings, people's brains melting. I don't know what's happening. That kind of Wednesday, I guess. It's Wednesday? It's not even Thursday yet? Oh my God. When I first started thinking about this topic, I was like, oh, I haven't read any of these. And what am I going to talk about? And then once I did some more thinking and some Googling, I realized, oh, there's a whole bunch of them that I that I could talk about. So one of the books that I completely forgot I read, because I read it in college, which was a long time ago, was Grendel 
by John Gardner, which is this, it's a really short book. It's really good. Um, it's a retelling of Beowulf from Grendel, the monster's point of view. And it's, it's very clever. It's, it's almost like a, a, it's definitely a novella. It's not, might even be like around a hundred pages long, but it's, it's excellent. Wide Sargasso Sea by Jean Rees, which is the, if you have read Jane Eyre, even if you haven't, you might know the characters anyway. Um, in Jane Eyre, Rochester has a first wife that's sort of the mad woman in the attic who sets fire to the mansion and, and is never seen just sort of this haunting presence in, in the, in the book. And, you know, she's sort of considered insane and, you know, not really a human being. <laughs> so Jean Rees took this character and wrote a, a, another, it's another novella, uh, wrote a, her whole backstory and life story. Um, and it's really, it's, if you haven't read it, it's just a fantastic book. She named her Antoinette Crowsley. She's a Creole like heiress who lives in, who was born in, um, in Jamaica. And she imagines this whole life for her before she ends up with Rochester and ends up in that house. And it's definitely very, you know, like a feminist, anti-colonial imagining of this woman. And uh, it's really great. And it was written in 1966. It was published in 1966. The Jean Rees herself, like she was D Dominican and British. So she has that sort of dual identity, but I highly recommend it. And you learn a lot about Caribbean history. And obviously she deals with the issue of race, all things that Jane Eyre doesn't really touch on at all. <laughs> And then The Hours by Michael Cunningham, which is also a movie that's fantastic. I re totally recommend the, the film as well. Uh, it's basically part of it. It goes back and forth in time from early late, late 20th, early 21st century New York City, and then back to the 40s. It, it follows the two women throughout the book. But one of the women, the woman who lives in New York City, is based on Clarissa Dalloway in the in Virginia Woolf's novel *Mrs. Dalloway*. So she's sort of a, a modern retelling of of that of that novel, which is also one of my favorites. A play, *Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Are Dead* by Tom Stoppard, which is a hysterically funny play. It's *Rosencrantz and Guildenstern* are two very very minor characters in the play *Hamlet*, and Tom Stoppard takes them and sort of imagines their whole like story of like, they, they, they're sort of on stage very briefly. So his play is based on them just like in the wings, waiting to go on and do their little scene. Every once in a while, the, the actual action of Hamlet will sort of burst in and sort of like interrupt them as they're having this absurd existential kind of conversation. It's, it's very funny. I saw it live once. Uh, years ago, but there's also a film version, which I think is um, Gary Oldman and not Tim Roth, two British actors that are very good. I saw one but, with um, Dan Radcliffe and somebody else. I can't remember who else. It was really funny. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny. It's like fast word play and just really silly in parts and very absurd and just very clever. Yeah. A Thousand Acres, which is a novel by Jane Smiley, set in its it's a takeoff on King Lear, set in the 20th century Iowa, which is a wealthy farmer, owns a lot of land, decides to divide his farm up among his three daughters. And as you can imagine, sorrow and <laughs> sorrow and horrible secrets are, are revealed and destruction is a result of it because 
it is Shakespeare. So we already mentioned films, mentioned 10 Things I Hate About You. I mentioned The Hours, which is based on the novel. Clueless, which is based on Emma by Jane Austen, which, have you guys all seen Clueless? I admit I've never seen Clueless. <gasps> what? Is it really? Is, what? Everybody's talking about it. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh, it's so as if it's as if come on, Tracy. Uh, th- that movie is just I that love, is like love one it. of my favorite movies. <laughs> I've seen parts of it, but I never watched the whole thing. I always meant to, I never did. You'll learn about sporadic, you'll learn the meaning of sporadic. Like it's a very good movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, it's so it's so clever. It's so well done. And just the names of the characters are just yeah. fantastic. Elton and Chanel and, <laughs> and Cher and Cher, Dion, that's right. Dion and Cher. Dion, right. Oh, you have Tracy. Please, <laughs> please watch that movie for the outfits alone. Just yeah, yeah. I will watch it. To- watch it tonight. Watch it tonight. It'll it'll make you so happy. It's just so. Apocalypse Now, which is retail, uh, basically based on Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. Haven't watched it in a while. I went through a period where I watched it a lot. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Everyone who's in college is one of those things you'd walk into someone's room and they'd be, they had, you know, they were watching Apocalypse Now on uh, DVD. Now, wouldn't it be DVD? This is pre-DVD. Never mind. <laughs> um, also excellent movie, totally different than Clueless. And uh, another one I love is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou by the Coen Brothers, which is take off on the Odyssey by Homer. And that is also really funny uh, that movie always cheers me up and also my fair lady the classic with audrey hepburn is based on a play called pygmalion by um mm-hmm. george bernard shaw so i realized that all of the retellings that i've read are young adult books and in fact a lot of retellings are young adult books or teen movies which is interesting i don't know what that says about our culture or teen pop culture but that seems to be true. So I was also going to talk about Going Bovine, but we kind of already talked about that, but that's one of my favorites. Um, As we said, it's a retelling of Don Quixote. Another one of my favorites is Bull by David Elliott, which is a young adult book. It is a retelling of Theseus and the, the Minotaur. It is written in prose and it is very funny. It's hilarious. It's a, it's a body story. Uh, it really is. And um, it's really, really, really good. So if you want teenagers to read mythology and have them laugh, you should tell them to read Bull by David Elliott. It's really good it and is. pretty short. You put me onto it and like, I love it. I have like cold sermon in my room. Like it's such a good, funny. It's it's Wait. very good. It's very well written. Yeah. I mean, laugh out loud fun. It's, it's yeah. really, it's really good. I would recommend that. I'd actually recommend anything by David Elliott, but We'll leave it at that for now. The other retelling I wanted to talk about uh, is a book called Pride by E.B. Zavoy. Uh, she's a y- another young adult author, another excellent, excellent writer. Um, so it's a modern retelling of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, um, except it takes place with BIPOC cal- characters uh, in modern day Brooklyn. It's very good. I would highly recommend that, Pride. So the next one I'm going to mention I wasn't sure if I wanted to mention it. Um, It's called Vasa in the Night by Sarah Porter. It's one of the weirdest books I've ever read. 
It's one of those books where you have to just very weird book. You have to just accept what is happening and move on. You can't, it's, it's a magical realism book, uh, which might not be for everybody. So it apparently is based on Russian folklore. Uh, I don't know what story it is based on. However, to me, it's sort of a Cinderella story. Uh, and you'll sort of understand why it's about a girl named Vasa who lives in Brooklyn with her stepmother and her two stepsisters. And they send her out at night to go pick up light bulbs at the local grocery store. It's not a regular grocery store. It's the kind of grocery store where if you're caught shoplifting, they behead you and put your body on a stake in front of the store. So people, you know, she, she goes there and she's really nervous and she looks and she sees one of her classmates who had stolen and his body is now in front of the grocery store. Yeah. Really morbid today. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, she goes there and she goes there with her good luck charm, which is this tiny little wooden talking doll that she keeps in her pocket that her mother had given to her before she passed away. And so she goes there and the store is very weird. And it's sort of, um, is alive, if that makes sense, the store is alive. And somehow it sort of tricks her into stealing. And instead of killing her, it says to her, the store or the owner of the store says, you can stay here for three days and three nights and work if you survive. So it's about how she spends those three days and what happens. Very good book, Real, I would, I would recommend that also, Vasa in the Night. All the other retellings that I read I realized were really bad, really trashy, young adult Peter Pan retellings. I would not recommend them. I'll just let you know that if you're looking for something like that, just Google young adult Peter Pan retelling and you can find them. They are not good. <laughs> uh, so now I'll talk about TV shows and movies. The one TV show that the whole thing is basically a retelling is Once Upon a Time. So each episode, at least for the first couple of seasons, it's just a retelling of a different storybook character. It takes place in this modern town that all, all the storybook characters got transported to a modern day town and they are trapped there and they don't remember that they are these people. So they sort of live out a modern version of their story in this little town called Story brook it's a cute it's one of those wb shows you know or mm -hmm. i don't know what wb is now mm -hmm. An another channel with letters but anyway so uh <laughs> that was that's a good show it's cute it's a it's a comfort watch i would say and we already talked about 10 things i hate about you so i won't mention that uh but the other one i love this is one of my favorite movies because i'm a huge amanda Bi amanda Bynes fan uh it's called she's the man and it also has mm -hmm. young channing tatum which who can resist that it's based <laughs> on uh 12th night uh all the characters have the same names it takes place at a boarding school called Illyria, and she the the main character Olivia, she decides to uh, disguise herself as her twin brother, Sebastian, uh, so that she can go play soccer at this school. So that is a really, really funny movie. She's the man. And that's all the retellings that I have. So it's my turn. Mm. Okay. So I couldn't decide on like a couple to choose from. So I just kind of compiled a list of like the diverse retellings that I like and diverse for, you know, many reasons. So I'm gonna just tell you about them. Okay, so the first one is one that I'm currently reading and it's called This Poison Heart by Kaylin Bayron. And it's basically like a retelling of The Secret Garden 
really good so far. Um, reading it for the high school book club and I really, really like it. I'm glad they picked it because it's really good. Another one is called Roman and Jewel by Dana Davis. And that's a hip hop take on Romeo and Juliet. And I really like it because it's like a story. It's like a, they're doing a play about Romeo and Juliet in the story. So it's, got, it's a whole thing. I really like it. I like how they did it. Another one is called She's Too Pretty to Burn by Wendy Hurd. And that one's, I think that one, oh yeah, The Picture of Dorian Gray. That's a remake of that. Again, that was really good. <laughs> Another one was Skin of the Sea by Natasha Bowen. And that's like a West African twist on um, The Little Mermaid. I really liked that one. And the cover is really also really pretty. So that got me too. Another one is Small Favors by Aaron Craig. And that is a retelling of Rumpelstiltskin. And that's another one that I really liked. <laughs> and uh, another one is Spin Me Right Round by David Valdez. And that's kind of like a, a queer spin on Back to the Future. So I liked it because it wasn't like a folktale. It was really cool and different. And uh, another one is A Taste for Love. And that's a retelling of Pride, and Pre Pride of Prejudice. <clears throat> and the last one was um, The Tragedy of Dane Riley. And that's a retelling of Hamlet. And like I said, they're diverse because they have BIPOC, BIPOC characters. They feature LGBTQ characters. And it's just really different retellings of them. And um, I just really like them. And I think that they're a good way to get teens interested or even adults interested in those classic stories. And then movie-wise, I was going to talk about Clueless too. And then another one that I was going to talk about that I just love uh, was called O. And it's about Othello and it's with uh, Julia Stiles, uh, Mackay Pfeiffer, and Josh Hartnett. And it's basically the same story of Othello, but a modern version in high school, basketball players. It's a whole thing. Tragic, of course. So Georgia would love it. And it was just, it was a really good movie. <laughs> That's all my stuff. <laughs> it's so funny listening to that list because all the, when, you know, when people do retellings, they retell sort of like the same stories, but The Secret Garden, a book that now that I think about it, of course we need another version of The Secret Garden. Yeah. That's such a good And it's got book. like apothecaries in it and stuff. And, you know, everyone's in apothecaries now, especially me. So I thought it was really, it's really good so far. It's, it's got me really in it. I want to finish it soon. And I like all the ones I picked, they, they were really good. Like nothing was like, meh. I do agree with you, Georgia, about the Peter Pan retellings. Can't do it. <laughs> like these for me weren't like that, you know? So. And then the one that's based on Back to the Future. I like that too. That what was, was that one called? Let me write round by um, David Valdez. Okay. Um, and it was a funny read. I liked it. It was a quick, funny read. And it was like a queer spin on it. So it was really cool. And it also, it featured um, BIPOC characters. So. It reminded me, thinking of all these teen movies you've been talking about, there's, um, do you guys ever see the movie Easy A? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that's a great, a, that's another a great Scarlet movie. Letter. Scarlet Letter, yes. yeah. Yeah. That, I love that, that movie. Classic. <laughs> yeah. And then I remembered, of course, like, uh, West Side Story is a retelling of yes. Juliet. I haven't seen the new version. I've only seen the, the classic one. I like that one better. The new one? Yeah. I'm waiting for it to be strummed to be streaming for free. <laughs> I assume it'll show up eventually, but 
I don't know, it'd be hard. I it, My favorite part of like the original is the, you know, America with Rita Moreno. So I'm really curious to see how they pull it off because it's that to me, that's the highlight of the whole movie is, is that scene. I remember I got to see it in a, an old movie theater palace out in San Francisco in the Castro area. And like at the end of that song, like a whole bunch of people just stood up and started to applaud, <laughs> which is <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing the new one. And Wicked, which is a, a oh, yeah. Broadway play. I'm going to see Wicked on Friday. I'm so excited. Oh, that's nice. fun. I know all the songs. I've never yeah. seen all the songs. So I'm very, very excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to see it when I, I was traveling with my kids and we were in London and my daughter's was really into it. she wanted she wanted to go see a play so um we saw wicked which was it pretty was so popular yeah i did the yeah, same thing I... it was so cheap over there yeah yeah it's very inexpensive <laughs> yeah the government subsidizes the arts better which wouldn't so, be too hard <laughs> i'm kind of embarrassed to ask this but is wicked the musical based mm-hmm. on wicked the book Yes. Or the wizard. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. that book dragged. I don't know. That was a really long. I mean, I read it and I read it through because mm-hmm. I guess the story's not bad, but it's a. I don't know. I, I, yeah, remember, I yeah. for me, I just like backstories and I like mm-hmm. to how people got to be they, the way they are, like kind of mm-hmm. like the poor, unfortunate souls. Yeah. So for me, I, I just always have been interested in it because of that. And also, it's musical and that's me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read the, I've never read the book Georgia I just saw the the musical and the musical's great and I just love I love when they take a character that you feel obviously is not very well developed in the Wizard of Oz or just well you know pure evil pure bad and they show you how this person became the way they made her, they made her into a human like as much as a witch <laughs> imaginary witch could be a human being but they they uh, made fleshed her out and it's it's a lot of fun. The songs are great. It's just... That's like The Wiz. The Wiz was a different. Yeah, version. The Wiz. Yeah. That's great. I'm, honestly, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. People are going to get mad at me for that. I love it. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. It just, it just got me. I don't know. I know all the songs. But Wizard of Oz was creepy. Uh, the Wiz was creepy. <laughs> me. That big toilet. I don't know. It just got me a little creeped out. <laughs> did you, did you see, have you seen the original one? Because then they the do orig- a remake, you know. They the- did a, another remake of The Wiz, but I'm talking about the original one. That's- Diana Ross and Michael yes, Jackson. Yes, Michael Jackson. Russell. Yeah. It was yeah. good. I love the music, but there were just some creepy parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has anyone ever watched the TV series Rain? No. no. Rain, R-E-I-G-N? Mm-hmm. No. no. Oh, it's it's on, um I think, the CW. It was on the CW, but it was a retelling of Mary Queen of Scots and that's one of my favorite TV shows, but it has like a fantasy bent to it. That's like um, Smallville. Smallville was like a retelling oh. of Man- Superman's story. Yeah, I that's love right. Smallville. I have all the DVDs <laughs> <laughs> now, but it's like another, it's a retelling of like how Superman became who he is. I guess no one has any new stories to tell. I think that's yeah. what it, it's kind of getting like ridiculous at this point though. They're remaking everything. Like nothing is original. And I'm just like, okay, I, I don't want to. Like, I do like Disney making the live action versions of mm-hmm. the movies, but otherwise, like, I'm just like, come up with something new, please. Well, you know, there's lots of people writing new stuff. It's just, they're not willing to take a chance on it and back it with 
with the money. They're, they're yeah. going for easy money because they know they can sell this, the market it to people. There are plenty of writers who would love, <laughs> love for Disney to buy their story, but it doesn't, doesn't happen that easily. But I know it's, it's like, a, so it can be done really well and clever and, and, you know, become its own standalone piece of art, but sometimes it's just lazy, easy way out. I wonder 50 years from now, what they'll be re- remaking that is now like written now, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to do a, a retelling of Harry Potter or something like that, you know, like what will be the thing that, that is so, you know, classic that they, that they remake it. I, I feel like they need to relax on Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter, but <laughs> like, let's uh-oh. just let it. <laughs> let it be. We'll write yeah, like, it is, be. Nothing, is nothing sacred. I just, yeah. <laughs> Where the crawdad sings 50 years from now. <laughs> All uh, right. Rosemary, do you want to go? I think we do pro- um, for promotions. So live programs are go- coming back to the library starting in March. So please check out the website calendar for more information and the library is open. So please come in, (laughs) you can sit down, you can hang out all day. We just ask that you take the necessary precautions and wear a mask. Our first live program will be March 6th, which is a Sunday at 2 p.m. The Edward Hopper House is going to be here with a lecture about Josephine Nivison Hopper, who is the star or (laughs) is what their latest exhibit is focused on. So please come to that. And on March 9th, a local writer, Melanie Rock, will be leading a close reading class called Resistance in Our Bones. One last thing, we're doing another poetry walk this year. Right now, we're looking for poems. So please, um, if you have a poem that you would like to submit, the deadline is March 18th. You can check out um, the events tab on our nyaclibrary.org. There's a uh, there's a link to 2022 Nyack Poetry Walk for more info and the guidelines. Or you can call the library and ask for me, Rosemary, and I will tell you all about it. In Children's Room, we still don't have chairs out, but we hope to have them out soon. But we are open, so we hope you come visit us and uh, grab some books. So just like the adult programs, we'll be back in person as well. We are happy in the team room to bring back homework help and it's gonna be in person. What will happen is um, anybody in grades six through 12 can come in on a first come first come basis on Mondays between four and six. And you can get a 20 minute one-on-one slot to do your homework with uh, Miss Carrie, get any help you need. Uh, she is an English teacher, but she can help with any subject pretty much. So come on down and that will start in March. We're also gonna be offering one-on-one resume and application assistance. And this is specifically for teens in ninth through 12th grade who have working papers or are applying for college. And Mr. Jonas will work with you in a one-on-one session for 30 minutes in person, and he can help you fill out job applications, college applications. He can help you write a cover letter or work on your college um, essays, whatever you need help with for jobs or college, he can help you get ready to do those things. That's really exciting. And something that we are starting is the Teen Advisory Board. That's going to meet on Fridays from four to five, once a month. And it's going to be for anybody in sixth or 12th grade, 
um, who's interested in helping with the planning of the team programs, uh, helping me figure out what books to order. If you want to just, you know, make a difference in the library and your community, come down. We'll have snacks. We can talk about what we can do to make a difference. And like I said, that's Fridays from four to five, and that'll be once a month in the teen room. Hey, Morgan, I have a question about Teen Advisory Board. Is that something that kids can get volunteer hours for? Thank you, because I forgot to mention that. For every time we meet, you get one hour community service per meeting. So as long as you're there for the whole meeting, you get an hour community service. Thanks. It's like she was planted in the audience or something. I I know. (laughs) By the way. So yeah, we have a lot of other programs, but those are the three that are like, really, I'm excited about. They're brand new. We're still going to have our book clubs. We're still going to have um, Roblox and we're going to have a board game club. So just, you know, sign up online or email us at teens at niaclibrary.org to find out more information. Okay. So our next episode, our March episode is a secret, sort of. Uh, we will have a very special guest slash local celebrity, hopefully. So tune in to find out. Again, <laughs> well, maybe not an international celebrity, but a celebrity in our hearts <laughs> so that's next month in the meantime please follow us on twitter and instagram at at nyack library uh check out our facebook page facebook.com backwards slash nyack library website nyacklibrary.org we have a youtube channel called nyack library from home and if you have any questions or concerns or suggestions email us at info at nyacklibrary.org I'm Rosemary Farrell. That's okay. I'm Georgia. I'm Tracy. And thanks, Morgan, for being here for the third time. You were Thank great. you for having me. Hey. I would come back again. I got it down this time. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 15 of Paper Cuts.